Okay, we're recording. Ready? Announce yourself. Okay. This is soundtracking. I have to read this disclaimer first. The following podcast is produced or sponsored by a community member. The content, views, and opinions expressed are those of the participants and do not reflect those of BMC or the town of Belmont. BMC welcomes your comments. Call us at 617-484-2443 or email us at access at belmontmedia.org. All right. My guest today is Rob Chalfin. Say hello, Rob. Hello, Rob. (laughs) I was set up for that. You are? I am Margie Bangs. And this is? Soundtracking. Which is? Your first show. My first podcast. This is the first podcast of your first podcast. Yes. So I'm going to start playing a little music from uh, Mickey One. This show is about soundtracks. Mostly crime jazz type stuff. Uh, Mickey One is a uh, Stan Getz.
You can turn the mics up? Yep, the mics are up. No, mine is not. Okay, there I am. There you are. So that's uh, Mickey, some of the soundtrack from uh, the movie called Mickey One, which came out in 1965. And uh, it was, the music was composed by Eddie Sauter, who was uh, part of the famous Sauter Finnegan Orchestra, uh, which was a big band in the 30s and 40s and 50s. And uh, the tenor sax soloist is Stan Getz. Oh, good. And uh, is a large cast of characters, like f- like 30 people listed, which you don't want to hear about. That was the beginning of the soundtrack. And I want to read some of the uh, lurid text that Arthur Penn, who I believe is the director, wrote uh, for the original notes of the soundtrack album, which came out in 65. The story of Mickey One is the expression of fear in a human being, terror wrought in the mind of a man which grows out of all proportion to the situation that induced it. A mind given over over to panic, reading doom and despair into every waking moment, living with an unseen enemy who at any moment might destroy him. He becomes the fox amongst the silent hounds of his imagination. The story is played against the silhouette of modern-day Chicago. The streets, the skyline, the city, stark and barren without love, beautiful with love. What is the sound of terror? The sound of loneliness, fear in the city? It is a contemporary sound. It is the sound of now. For Mickey One, it had to be a sound that would express the central character and reflect his inner life. My solution to that phase of the film was a simple one. It would be the sound created by Stan Getz from an original score by Eddie Sauter. The modern sound, the sound that would best express, punctuate, underline, and articulate the mood of Mickey One. It is jazz, but it is more than jazz. It is music of a very high caliber, both as written and improvised. And it goes on, but that's the fun part. What now, Margie? <laughs> Do you know anything about Eddie Sauter? Uh, he was an arranger. Uh, he's most famous for working with, uh, doing arrangements for Benny Goodman in the 30s and 40s, when he, oh. Goodman's, Goodman was first uh, starting out, his big band. And uh, then had this band with this other guy, uh, Finnegan, whose first name eludes me, and they were called the Sauter Finnegan Orchestra. Uh-huh. And they made a bunch of uh, great albums for RCA in the 50s, which have um, fantastic surrealist covers. You know, oh. worth, worth picking up, which you can usually pick them up for a buck. Um, really? And, yeah, you, they're easy to find, but they're fanta- they're fabulous. They're, they're hi-fi masterpieces mm-hmm. and kind of goofy. Mm-hmm. And uh, so anyway, but this is, uh, you know, it's real professional stuff. This is uh, not l- like that as much. Oh. Well, I saw the film. And? It has Warren Beatty in it. He, oh, yeah, right. He plays Mickey One. So I was surprised. It's from the 60s. Look up it's the date. It says 65, yeah. 65, cool. yeah. Well, the soundtrack was recorded uh, in August 65 uh, at Fine Recording, New York City. Oh, New York. And um, he plays a guy who's in trouble with the mob, but he doesn't know why. So he leaves town and goes to Chicago and um, takes on a new name, and he's a stand-up comic. So he starts doing comedy again, 
but he doesn't want to be too successful because um, he's afraid the mob will find him. And I won't tell you the ending. Can you play some more? Or what are we going to do? Yeah, play I'm going to play more. some more. This is off a CD. That was track two of Mickey One. Uh, track three is a little weird, so I'm going to skip it. But we like weird. Oh, it's very weird. How long is track three? Two minutes and 59 seconds. Um, well, let's play track five. Okay, it's the Sukiba. Sakuba. You can turn my mic up a little bit more. Hello? Yes. Queuing.
That was the uh, fifth track from the uh, Stan Getz uh, and um, Mickey One. Eddie Sauter arrangements of the soundtrack for Mickey One. And uh, it struck me very closely that he was, Sauter was listening very closely to some of the other uh, rangers and records of the immediate period, such as um, uh, Charles Mingus, especially on his um, big band records, um, Black Saint and the Sinner Lady, and on the um, Oliver Nelson's Blues and the Abstract Truth, um, which is from like '61 with Eric Dolphy. But a lot of the some of the themes and the and the figures and the voicings are very similar to um, things that jazz people were doing in a big band context at the time. Everybody's listening to everybody else, mm -hmm. so everything bleeds through. Could you get a little more boost in my mic? It's like seems low to me. Please. I did. Thank you. Um, anyway, uh, what's up next? Um, track seven. Which is um, Where I Live, The Apartment, Cleaning Up for Jenny, and The Polish Landlady. These are all different cues, I guess. In the Thank you. 
mics up. More, give me some more boost there, please. Hi. Hi. What did you think of that? Uh, that was pretty fun. Uh, we're listening to the soundtrack of Mickey One with uh, arrangements by Eddie Sauter and s- soloing on tenor sax by Stan Getz throughout. And we heard uh, the seventh and eighth tracks of the soundtrack. Where I Live, The Apartment, Cleaning Up for Jenny, The Polish Landlady, I Put My Life in Your Hands, and A Girl Named Jenny. Yes. Uh, you're listening to Soundtracking on the Belmont Media Center with Margie Bangs and her guest du jour, Rob Chalfin. Yep. And we're making our way through a stack of um, CDs of 50s and 60s crime jazz type soundtrack music. And uh, what do you have on deck? I have two crime jazz CDs. Um, One is music in the first degree and one is music in the second degree. Well, put on what you want to do. Um, What were you saying about um, during... During the music, you were talking about the music. And oh, well, it's, uh, if you're going to be an arranger for soundtracks, you have to be familiar with all sorts of music. And clearly, Eddie Sauter is very well grounded in like the entire history of music. And not only jazz things, but I was picking up on um, effects used by um, Bernstein in West Side Story, um, Stravinsky in Rites of Spring. And uh, what else were we talking about Oh, some uh, Ravel's, uh, no, it was it Debussy's La Mer, some, some chords that were like plucked directly out of that. So, you, you know, he's, you've got a pretty deep bag of tricks here that he's deploying for all these different uh, situations in the movie. And I thought it sounded a little bit like Looney Tunes. <laughs> Carl Stallings, maybe. Yeah. We're queuing up our primitive CDs on a Discman. What, what is the uh, track we're going to be listening to? Why don't you, why don't you announce it? Thank you. 
I have nothing to say. Well, I do. Okay. Speak then. That was Touch of Evil, a movie with Orson Welles, and the composer was Henry Mancini. Uh, he's done many other soundtracks, but that was his first one. Uh, he did Pink Panther. He did Breakfast at Tiffany's. And I don't remember the rest. Do you? Can you see? Does it say in there? Um, I'm just looking at the sound title, song titles. It says um, "Touch of Evil" main theme. Um, it's a good movie. Orson Welles is pretty good in that. I think. Oh, it's, it's a, a fantastic movie. I think it's a black and white movie. It's a classic. Pink Panther, t- Breakfast at Tiffany's, Charade. Oh. Um. Touch of Evil was, was his first real foray into soundtracks, done in collaboration with leading man Orson Welles, 1958. The theme is punctuated by the ever-popular vibra slap, the rattlesnake sound, and a relatively understated stereo dialogue between the horns that sustains its momentum. Here is the louder, raucous Mancini at work. Yeah, that's a great sound. I'm going to play um, the next one. Harold's Way by David Amram. Let's see how it sounds. Telling me you met him? Um, is that was that the entire track? I think so. It seems it seems short. Let's see. That was Harold's way. David Amber. It doesn't have times on these. Does, does it have timing on the back of that? That's, that's the wrong one. <laughs> you can see how organized we are here. Well, she's looking for the uh, anyway. That was um, Harold's way. Although it seemed, I think I don't think that was the whole track. I think you just. All right, let me play some more. Let's see. Let's try to get that rebooted. This would be track number six. From the motion picture.
Skipped ahead a little bit. That was cool from uh, Stan Kenton's orchestra's version of West Side Story, Leonard Bernstein and Stephen Sondheim. And it sounded to me like that might have been Art Pepper on alto sax bursting out there with a brief solo. Um, are we going to try to uh, go back a track or yeah. forget David Amram? Let's try track We're gonna six. Tr- we, didn't, we don't think we played the whole of the David Amram track from the motion picture, The Young Savages, called Harold's Way. Um, David Amram was an interesting character associated with the Beat Generation who did the score for um, Robert Frank's um, Pull My Daisy in, with Jack Kerouac in the 50s. Oh, wow. And is a f- famous, uh, is a jazz French horn player, among other things. Okay. As well as, well as a beat poet and composer and arranger. And is still ki- kicking around the scene and actually showed up to a Squawk Coffee House I read at about eight years ago. And you met him? And we, Yeah, he was there. He's in full hippie regalia. Wow. Well, here we go. Harold's Way.
That was Harold's Way, David Amram, uh, composition and scoring from the motion picture The Young Savages, 1961, mm -hmm. and uh, featured a lead jazz harmonica player who I believe was the great Toots Thielmans, who mm -hmm. just passed away in the last year or so. Um, but if you hear jazz harmonica that sounds like that, 99% of the time it's Toots Thielmans, oh. who was pretty much the only great jazz harmonica player. Interesting. Yes. What's on deck? Well, I think we should uh, tie up the en loose ends and stop the po podcast. I think we've done half an hour. <laughs> okay, so that's it? That's a wrap? That's a wrap. All the snafus included. So this is Margie Bangs and Rob Chalfin podcasting from the Belmont Media Center in Belmont, Massachusetts. Yes. In November 15th, 2019. Yes. Bidding you a fair fondue <laughs> and a fond farewell. And uh, we'll be blasting you down the pike. Yes. Stay tuned for the next one. Stay tuned for more soundtracking on your podcast dial. <laughs>